0: Unwilling Conspirator. It was Pamela Lincoln's special day. It was her 25th birthday. Yet, there wasn't a single gift, no cake, or friends around to help celebrate the milestone. Sometimes, a day is just another day, and Pamela knew that feeling too well. She was a loner, and not by choice. But all wasn't lost, today there was something more important on the agenda. She had bigger fish to fry. As she stood in front of Market One Towers, there was just one thing on her mind. She needed a job. Lucky for her, she was interviewing for an administrative assistant position and prayed things went well. She'd received an eviction notice earlier and was down to her last. So, not doing well on the interview wasn't an option. After taking a few moments, to muster an ounce of courage, Pamela took a deep breath, straightened her clothes, and walked into the building. Yet, her phony enthusiasm quickly vanished when she noticed no one was at the front desk. The office appeared empty. She knew her appointment was today, and she'd arrived on time, so she wondered, where in the hell was everyone? From the corner of her eye, she noticed an open door a little ways down the hall. At a loss for what to do next, she decided to go and take a look. As she made her way closer to the open office, she heard two people's voices. They were in a heated conversation. Initially, she didn't want to disturb the men's argument, but she didn't want anyone to think she'd come late to the interview. So, she reluctantly peed through the open door and said,
1: Hello, sorry to interrupt.
0: Immediately, the two men noticed the intrusion, stopped talking, and threw her an angry look. Before she knew it, one man yelled,
1: Who the hell are you, and why are you eavesdropping? Sorry sir, but I wasn't eavesdropping. I'm Pamela Lincoln, here for my interview. There was no one at the front desk.
0: The slender man got up from his chair and walked over in a huff. Pamela didn't know what to do. So, she
1: just stood there. The man walked her into the hall and said, wait for me in the conference room. I'll join you in a moment. In a panic, Pamela
0: backed down the hall, looking for the conference room, but she could still hear the two men arguing. She wanted to leave, but she needed this job. She walked into the room and took a seat. As she waited, she noticed the modern design of the office, but something felt off. Again, her inner voice said, just leave, but that wasn't an option. She'd submitted her resume to several companies, and just exports was the only place that called her back. She had to see this through. As her courage returned, the argument down the hall stopped, but the sound was quickly replaced. The men were now fighting. Pamela's heart nearly pounded out of her shirt. There was no way out of the building without passing that office. She got up and moved a chair by the door. She didn't know what good that would do, but it was something. Thirty minutes later, the other man appeared disheveled, with a busted lip and bruised knuckles as Chris entered
1: the conference room. Hello, I'm Chris Wilson, the owner of Just Exports. Sorry to keep you waiting, but you're here for the administrative assistant position, right? Pamela was shocked. He was acting as if nothing had happened.
0: So, she decided to go with the flow.
1: Yes, I'm here for that position. Is it still available? Yep. I've looked over your resume and everything looks good. You can start immediately. Go to the corner drugstore and grab me some alcohol, band-aids, and a bottle of pain meds. Pamela didn't know what to say. So, she nodded her head and got up from her chair.
0: Chris smiled and echoed.
1: Welcome to the team.
0: When she returned with the drugstore items, Chris took the bag and handed her a stack
1: of papers. Fill those out. When you're done, leave that NDA on the front desk. Report to work tomorrow morning with the rest of the paperwork completed. Pamela wasn't a naive girl, but she did as she was told and tried to ignore the red flags.
0: The following morning, Pamela reported to work bright and early.
1: Again, the building was empty, but she found a note taped on the front desk. I'll be back in the office at noon. In the records room, there are boxes of documents to be shredded. Thanks, Chris. She hadn't been given a tour of the building, and there
0: wasn't anyone around to ask, so she searched for the records room. The room was empty, just like the rest of the building, except for three boxes and a shredding machine. Looking at the documents, she noticed they all resembled purchase orders. Although she felt strange about shredding the forms, she wouldn't think twice about blaming Chris if someone asked. Right on cue, Chris returned to the office at noon with two big burly guys. As if she was invisible, the guys all walked past her. They walked into Chris's office and closed the door behind them. She could hear some aggressive mumbling, but Pamela couldn't understand what they were saying. She decided that was probably best and continued scrolling on her phone. An hour later, the two muscle guys left. As they were leaving, Chris walked over to her desk and smiled.
1: How was your first day?
0: Pamela didn't know what to say. This was the strangest job she'd ever worked for. She just prayed Chris had a check for her at the end of the week, but she had to give him an answer.
1: It's okay.
0: Before she could say anything else, they were interrupted by the sound of a truck. It was backing up to their building. Chris motioned for Pamela to follow, and they both walked to the back of the office. As they reached the back door, Chris stopped abruptly and pulled the bottom of her shirt. It frightened her, but there was nowhere to run, even if she wanted to. He looked her dead in her eyes and said, Remember, you've signed an NDA. Her eyes glassed over as she slowly nodded. She knew whatever was strange about this office was about to be revealed. Her heart began to race. The two burly guys were back, and they didn't come empty-handed. As they opened the back of the truck, Pamela saw a truckload of guns, drugs, and other items that looked to be stolen. She tried to look away, but then it hit her. The company was a front for stolen goods. One of the guys yelled,
1: ''Boss, it's all here. It's about 50,000 today.'' Suddenly,
0: she wished she'd never walked into just exports. She needed an escape plan, just in case things went wrong. But for now, she decided to just do as she was told and keep her mouth closed. Before she knew it, three months had passed, and the stolen goods never stopped coming. On the bright side, Chris paid well. It was the only thing keeping her at the job. However, this day felt different. Instead of the two burly delivery guys, a woman was standing in the middle of the lobby. She was dressed to impress, in all designer clothes. Clearly, she wasn't delivering the goods today, but maybe she was the mastermind. You know, the brains behind the operation. Pamela always thought this production was bigger than Chris, but she couldn't let her imagination run away, something big was going down, and she had to stay alert. The woman turned as Pamela entered the lobby. She smiled and introduced herself.
1: Hello, I'm Ms. Kitty.
0: Pamela smiled back as she tried not to laugh at the name. It sounded like a stripper's name, but the chit-chat was cut short. As Chris heard her voice, he ran out of his office with a nervous smile. He was also giddy. Now, Pamela knew she was onto something. This woman was important. Seconds later, she heard the familiar sound of the truck backing up to the building. They all walked to the back of the office. As the truck doors swung open, Pamela almost fainted. Instead of stolen goods, the truck was packed with people. Pamela's heart sank as the pleasant Miss Kitty transformed before her eyes.
1: Get out of the truck.
0: The ladies quickly formed a single line and exited the truck, while Pamela tried to hide her tears. In silence, the women waited for their turn to use the bathroom, while Kitty and Chris disappeared to his office. This was too much for Pamela to bear. She had to do something. When the coast was clear, Pamela swiftly asked one of the ladies where they come from. The woman stared directly into her eyes, but refused to answer. The pure terror on the woman's face turned Pamela's pity into anger. It was one thing to keep her mouth closed about guns and drugs, but not human beings. She had to put a stop to this. However, she had a big problem. If she went to the police, she might be arrested as a conspirator. She'd been working at the company for months. She couldn't claim ignorance of the company's suspicious dealings because no one in their right mind would believe her, but she knew there had to be a way to help the women. Right now, all she could do was run to the conference room and grab the coffee supplies the least she could do was give them something warm to drink. As the women took the coffee, most slightly smiled as they sipped the warm drink, but the horror of what was next was still present. Chris appeared from nowhere. Immediately, Pamela feared she'd be scolded for giving the women coffee, but Chris didn't seem to care. Instead, he ordered the women to the floor and yelled, Y'all are spending the night here. Pamela knew something must have gone wrong, but this was her chance. If she was going to save these women, she had to act fast. Quickly, she screeched.
1: I'll stay with them.
0: If you keep this up, you'll be employee of the month. Pamela played along and replied with a fake smile. It wasn't long before Kitty and Chris left for the evening. Pamela knew it was time to spring into action. First, she went to the safe in Chris's office. She'd seen him put large sums of cash in the safe plenty of times, and she knew where he had the code. After opening the safe, she quickly removed about $40,000 and hid it in a trash bag. Now, it was time for the great escape. Since the doors were chained shut, Pamela knew she had to use another way out. She'd been planning for this date since she started working at Just Exports. However, she didn't anticipate company. The only way out was through a small bathroom window. She'd measured the window months ago and knew she could squeeze out, but it would be tough on the other women. So, while the ladies slept, Pamela dropped the trash bag of money out the window and climbed out. She ran two blocks down to a pizzeria. She was formulating what to say as she went. When she reached the pizza place, she told the solo employee she'd been mugged. He stopped what he was doing and called the police. Pamela told the operator the honest truth about the women being held in the office, the guns, and the drugs. She provided detailed information on Miss Kitty, Chris, the two burly guys, and the address to Just Exports. The pizza guy looked puzzled. He thought she said she'd been mugged, but before he could question her, she ran out of the pizza spot and hid near the office. The police arrived in no time flat. As the cops cut the chains, Pamela was nowhere to be found. She was still hiding. The police quickly searched the office and came upon the sleeping ladies. They were in bad shape. So, the police called for emergency services, to escort the ladies to the hospital. Once the building was cleared, the detectives arrived and started taking fingerprints and collecting other evidence. The lead detective decided the easiest way to catch the perpetrators was to set up a sting. He doubted the witnesses knew the mastermind or would even talk. So, he quickly ordered the chains back on the doors and cleared the scene of police presence. The trap was set. Like clockwork. Chris arrived just as he had the day before with Ms. Kitty in tow. He removed the chains from the front door and walked in, where police were waiting to arrest him. He and Kitty were shocked but didn't put up much of a fight. They were escorted down to the police station, where they both sang like a canary. The two burly guys were caught a few hours later. All the fingerprints matched except for one set. The unmatched set of fingerprints belonged to Pamela. However, Pamela wasn't Pamela at all. Reports said she was the unnamed infant kidnapped 25 years ago from a hospital. Just as she mysteriously appeared at Just Exports, she'd vanished with the money, never to be seen again.